Dave. And today we're back to finish out the week with one ahead of the Lost World. David, you've been purchasing figures. <laughs> I have, yes. Much cheaper than Chronicles 2, which is fortunate. <laughs> um, we'll get to them in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, a friend uh, who runs who's behind Jurassic Collections, or I'm sorry, the Jurassic Collection, dropped a link on my profile, on my Facebook profile, about something called about a company from called Monster House Hong Kong. And I've never really heard of them before, but apparently they've sculpted and painted a male T-Rex from The Lost World, and it looks really good. Oh, wow. And so um, he, I contacted him. Turns out the pre-order price was about $35 less than the final price. Huh. And the Google reviews, from what I can find, is it's not a bad, it's not a bad uh, company at, at all. And so I was interested to see what they could do, and I decided to purchase. So I bought, it's about 35 centimeters, a little more than a foot in, a, in American. So about the same as the Fresh and Fro, a little bit smaller still? Uh, about the same as the, uh, I'm trying to think, about the size of, no, smaller than the Fresh and Fro. It'd be about... Uh, about the size of the extreme chomping. Okay, yep, yep. Which isn't a bad size, you know. Yeah. For a hundred twenty dollars. Yep. Yeah, well, but it's yeah, still it still it, scales all right with the with the human figures. It just doesn't have to be a fully grown one. <laughs> just say it's not a fully well, grown Rex. It's it's not it's a statue, so it's not exactly going to be eating anybody. <laughs> it's silly. I mean, it's fun. I love the male T Rex. It's one of the best things I think. Part of it's one of the best parts of the Lost World, and I'm excited to have it. The sculpt looks amazing. The um, the paint actually looks really good. So check them out. They actually got a uh, website. Um, you can Google them. They have a they have it online now. I think. Yeah. It's actually on. It's actually live a live purchase now, but. Yeah, since I pre-ordered, and I actually thankfully got in the right time because he was getting them next week. He was getting them in next week, and the price is going well. I'd have to pay, or I'd have to pay um, the full price when he once he got them in. So yeah, I'm excited for that. Hmm. What one more time? What's the name of the company? Uh, Monster House Hong Kong. Monster House Hong Kong. Yep. So yeah, go and Google that and. Um... By the time this comes out, you'll be <laughs> you'll be paying the full price for it. The uh, pre-order price will be over probably, but yeah, uh, right. it'd be good to see some photos of that. Mm-hmm. You can also search uh, Monster House HK. When you do that, um, comes it's right up. They have a female as well and a one thirty fifth baby blue. So oh, nice. yeah, the, it's, it's in stock. It costs eighty five US. Shipping is fifty. So, yeah, the shipping is a little steep, but I got that pre-order price, so I got, like, $30 off on shipping alone. Wow. <laughs> oh. And that's, yeah, and also, too, like, even when we get to Chronicle in a minute, yes, the shipping's a little bit higher, but they do take care. The the figures are sort of encased in foam mm-hmm. and that, so they um they do their best to have the, the stuff shipped so it survives shipping. 
and really, if you want your item to arrive not broken or anything, so if you've got to pay a little bit more yeah. for it to get here, then it's understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's an easier pill to swallow too when you spend eighty bucks on a on a statue of a Tyrannosaur. One pill it's a little bit hard to swallow, <laughs> going over to Chronicle, the uh, pre-order's gone up for their one-fifth Triceratops bust, which, uh, massive, massive head of the uh, female Triceratops um, from Jurassic Park, uh, $750. Um, Man, it's um, pricey. But it sort of sticks 19 inches out from the base, and the... Uh, from the base to the nose, and um, the base itself is a 16-inch diameter, so it's a big piece. Um, oh, alright. Well, that's good then. Yep. Um, and again, that's 750 You've got the free 6- and 10-month payment plans, which make the price hell, uh, like a lot more uh, easier yeah. to get by. Um, yeah, I was taking advantage of that copy pre-order price, which is, I'll probably end up um, renewing my pre-order for in the uh, first of the month. Hmm. Because they haven't they haven't repaid me or I mean, they haven't sent my money back yet, so as far as I know, I'm, so I can still renew my order. Yeah, yep. So there's 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 no um, mention here of weight or anything like that, but if it's polystone like the Breakout Rex, it's going to be heavy, <laughs> so it's going to be expensive to ship as well. <clears throat> but um, it's a good looking piece, but sadly it's uh. Another one of those figures, like, yes, it'd be good to have these things hanging on the wall alongside the Tyrannosaur and the Velociraptor bust and that, but mm-hmm. um, I'd never be able to keep it, <laughs> never be able to keep it clean. I, um, I will say they definitely improved the paint for this one uh, from the... Um, the sick the, Triceratops. Yeah, the sick Triceratops, the, the paint was kind of, like, muddy. It almost looked like a muddy bronze, in a way. Yep. This one, you can definitely see that they went for the original color, then after that, kind of applied this look that it was being covered in mud, mm-hmm. you know, in reddish mud. Yep. Where's the crew? All over the place. Moving on briefly, he um, we talked last week about the uh, Iron Studios Breakout T Rex and um, all the uh, the lovely stuff included there. I noticed too while I was on Chronicle this morning that um, they've also got a pre-order up for just the Explorers, which is interesting. They've done. Uh, you get Explorer 5, but you also get it renumbered into Explorer 4 as well. So you don't get one that's upside down and broken. You can have 4 and 5 sitting there, um, nose to tail on the, the sections of the road that they come in. They come on a little bit of a road base, um, not the base that they have in that massive set. But mm-hmm. um, again, all the light-up features, the, the headlights, the tail lights, the, uh, the computer monitors, all that stuff's um, light, LED light-up as well. Um, as we talked about last week. Yeah, fantastic looking paint job on it. The bit of mud on the tyres as well and around the, uh, mm-hmm. the wheel guards. So it looks fantastic. But again, 649 or 650 for the uh, for the two Explorers. It's sort of, it's up there. <laughs> um, they've got a pre-order. Yeah, that's, that's 325 per Explorer, which is actually kind of fair. Yeah, yeah. Can they, so can they be bought individually? Um... Not that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I've only seen them. So you have both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's only a pre-order for the pair for six fifty. So. Yeah. 
Mm. But there's if if you know someone that's after one as well, just tee it up <laughs> with the two of them and go half yeah. <laughs> half and half. Yeah, four or five. Mm. Yep. <laughs> well, that's they're both identical. The only difference is the um the O four on the back and the uh the license plate. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're they're great, they're great looking figures, and as we've been talking before, we there's not enough explorers out there. So um, no, there's not. Oh, this is on the high end price, of course, for collecting. But uh, yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> and sadly, everybody likes to focus on the jeeps, and we never get the beautiful explorers. You know. Well, yeah, the jeeps have been pretty heavily used or utilized in the uh, Mattel stuff so far. So. Um, I'm just hoping that um, what we've seen with Matchbox is what they're planning to do into the future. They they made the Matchbox line very varied, and hopefully we get the larger the larger mm-hmm. versions as well. Yeah. But um, lastly, from Chronicle as well, they um, they've put up a pre-order too for their one one Raptor Raptor hatchling, which is the baby Raptor coming out of the egg as we see in Jurassic Park. Nice looking detail on the Raptor egg, and comes on a little Jurassic Park base as well. And um, it's only $250, which is a lot to... Uh, I'm surprised it's that cheap for something that's one one size. It's 11 inches tall, and the base is uh, 6 inches in diameter, so it's still fairly large. And it's got some nice detail, like that uh, that baby mm-hmm. raptor with the red, the blood on it as it's coming out of the egg. So um, it's something I might actually look at getting. If I go here to... Uh, Okay, so you've only got the option of three and six months on this. You haven't got the um, the ten month one. Well, the ten month uh, that'd be what twenty five dollars a no. Yeah, it would wouldn't it? Yeah, twenty five dollars. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That's weird. So yeah, I don't know why. Maybe because it's so so less like this. Even with the um the Triceratops and is that before all this is due out sort of second half mm-hmm. next year so you've got a year over a year wait so you may as well pay it off um over that time as well so yeah but it looks looks fantastic it's something i might actually mm-hmm. consider getting it's not that overly large it can fit in a glass display and not take up a lot of room and yeah still be an iconic part of the franchise but i suppose um one last thing too briefly on the uh the other side of the scale i um picked up some of the Matchbox stuff for Fallen Kingdom this week as well. Um, oh, good. It, it was just good to see sort of new new stuff here. Um, Wave mm-hmm. 1's been sitting around everywhere. I see on Facebook there's some people in other areas of Australia that have started getting Wave 2, the um, Carnotaurus and the... Uh, what is it? The Ankylosaurus as well, I think it's Wave 2. and um, Oh, the Stegosaurus, sorry. I'm just waiting for them to turn up here. But um, apart from that, it's just the... Um, the first few Rorivores, the Allosaurus and the, the Triceratops and the smaller packs with Blue and the Galamimus and that, so we haven't been seeing a lot of new stuff here. So they had the uh, some of the armoured trucks here and uh, the larger, I think it's the Blue or Raptor capture truck that I got as well, which sort of looked looked better than some of the other ones and wasn't the lairish colours like the helicopter mm-hmm. set. And uh, also in my Coles when I was shopping, they... um. They just well, they were filling the end of the um, aisle with uh, like colouring books, activity right. books, and all that sort of stuff. So, and the blind bags. I hadn't seen the blind bags either. So I got a couple of blind bags, got a Triceratops and a and a, and a blue, and so they'll be ready for when I finally get the Colossal T Rex. Mm-hmm. 
and um, just some other stuff like a small, like it's a lenticular um, cup has sort of that trotosaur in front of the volcano or some of the other animals around as well in that lenticular sort of design. So that was a good little thing to get. And there were some little plushies in that as well. So. Oh, cool. Which plushies did you get? Um, I got the little blue and the sticky, <laughs> the sticky mollick. Oh. So they'll, um, they're on the dashboard of my car now. <laughs> um, but apart from that, yeah, I'm just um, waiting for new stuff to come out. I'm surprised. A lot of the Lego stuff's hanging around too, a lot longer than what it did for Jurassic World. So I'm just waiting. As soon as the uh, the prices drop on the next sale, they're like this big toy sale mm-hmm. at the end of the end of the month. So I want to get that Tyrannosaur, the Tyrannosaur set, the Junior set with the T Rex and the Jurassic Park gates. I want to get them and or Jurassic World gates and oh yeah, because last week I um I got. Most of the Lego off labor here and built it all. The uh, the Carnotaurus and Gyrosphere station. That was okay. a good. That was a good fun build. Um, yeah, I just love that abandoned Gyrosphere station. Um, <laughs> so that that was good. The um, the Sticky Molek breakout was a good fun build too. Having a little Sticky in Lego forms good. And the uh, the Dilophosaur outpost as well. So I'm going to get a couple more of them because I just want to build up. They're all got large. Fence sections as well, just to make a, a bigger fence section and a bigger park out of Lego. So they were good fun builds. I didn't do the, the time lapse like I did for the Jurassic Park set because I thought bugger it. I just want to get these sets made and have some fun, fun making them. So, <laughs> so yeah, Franklin—that's his name. Ah, that's right. <laughs> that's a call back to the start of the last minute. <laughs> um, so yeah, like you got him in little gyrosphere again. It's the same gyrosphere as what come out in fall in Jurassic World, but that's fine. Having having a dozen of those things rolling around is good. So yeah, and even the Unimog um, that comes with the Carnotaurus Kinosaur- set, I was sort of a little bit iffy on because the Unimog that came out for Jurassic World, I liked. It was big. It sort of looked more like a Unimog, and I thought it was more involved in the build. But this one that comes with it, it's a little bit smaller, but it's still a great looking Unimog. You got it's very um, Lost World here. You got the bars with all the lights on the front of it, um, the spotlights mm-hmm. and that. So. And the um the little module on the back that sort of comes off and has some research computers and that in it, which is good as well. So yeah, definitely love the Lego sets that are coming out so far. Like the only one I haven't got at the moment is the uh it's the blue and the big helicopter and the mansion, but I'll be waiting for them to drop in price a little bit before I get them because they're uh yeah they're not very big parts counts, they're not very big sets, but they're a big price. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, are. All right, enough about toys. <laughs> Dave, <laughs> ready to get into 110. Sure. As when in 109 Lost World, the Tyrannosaur had captured the film screenwriter, David Kep and had an early morning snack. As we open on minute 110, Ian and Sarah are on the scene, checking out the chaos from Ian's Red Pontiac. As the Tyrannosaur lumbers into another intersection, cars go screeching in all directions, trying to evade the big animal. Ian puts the car in gear and quickly drives into a gas station. At the 14 second mark, he tells Sarah that the adult won't even know they have the infant unless it makes some kind of sound. But Sarah looks off as the male Tyrannosaur sniffs the air, and they realise that he knows. At the 34 second mark, after nearly being taken out by a big 76 advertisement ball, Ian puts the car in reverse and floors it. The male Tyrannosaur ducks down under the gas station gantry and gives chase. At the 42 second mark, we cut back inside the car. Sarah's telling Ian to slow down a little. 
Aiden looks back and says, no, I don't think so. At the 50 second mark, we cut to the waterfront. A swarm of police cars head past the warehouse. At the 55 second mark, they round a the corner to come face to face with Ian and the Trenosaur pursuing. They see the cars reverse and floor it out of there. And this ends minute 110 of The Lost World. We didn't discuss this last minute, but uh, San Diego's a big city. And um, being, mm-hmm. being early in the morning, um, and if they stayed in the same sort of area of town as the waterfront complex, I'm sure Ian's line earlier of just follow the screams would have worked a bit better. Because, um, yeah, it's sort of follow the screams. Well, you got to hear the screams when you're driving a, a V8 muscle car <laughs> with the hood <laughs> down. Um, and it's probably... It seems here like they've arrived on the scene a little bit quickly, but considering it's still dark, we've seen a little bit of that pre-dawn light before when the Trenosaur was wandering through the neighbourhood, but here we are maybe maybe half an hour later in real time where they're uh, on the scene with the baby. And um, we cut to the intersection as cars skid sideways, and then we cut back to Ian and Sarah's point of view as the Trenosaur walks into the intersection. You can see the car sort of screeching and trying to avoid the animal and <laughs> just chaos <laughs> cars are going everywhere mm-hmm. but um i love here too had like the the camera's mounted on the the boot of the car um and it sort of gives that point of view of um Ian and sarah looking forward and ian puts the car in drive and sort of drives off into the chevron gas station that's there well i thought it was chevron gas station but that's a little bit further down it's the um 76 gas station here yeah and um Looking at the billboard, the um, gas is... I don't even know how to read this. <laughs> you crazy American <laughs> gas prices, but um, 1.151. Yeah, 1.151 a gallon, I'm guessing that is. So a dollar. Yeah. A dollar 15. Yeah, a dollar... Like, I think it was like a dollar 70 or something bad back then. Yeah. How much has that changed since now? <laughs> uh, it's about a whole dollar more. Yeah, yeah. And again, being in San Diego, maybe the, the, this price would have been a little bit higher than the national average as well. But yeah, it probably it, it actually was. Yeah. Yeah. California always had higher gas prices. Yep. Yep. But uh, Ian stops by the pumps as the uh, rec centers the station parking area as well, and um, and I love here too how like when Ian's driving in, you can see stuff happening in the revision mirror, just the reflections. Where a lot of a lot of films you have this is um like rear screen as someone's driving the car where he it's Ian and Sarah in the car as it's driven into the gas station mm-hmm. using the actors and just sort of a bit more of that believability and realism in the film we cut down low to the side of the car and look up at Ian as um, he's shouting at Sarah it's never going to make it's never going to know we're here unless it, the thing makes some kind of sound mm-hmm. Sarah's in the back <laughs> the back seat just shaking it <laughs> so come on come on wake up <laughs> But it is slowly coming too here. It's um it's starting to make that noise, that familiar noise we heard from it back on the island. Mm-hmm. And then we get that shot of the Rex as it sniffs the air, pointing in the wrong direction. <laughs> it's sort of pointing back out towards the road, which I thought was weird. But uh, well, that's because um, here it was the um, animatronic, and they actually placed a blue screen behind it because that was the actual live animatronic with just a blue screen behind it. Mm-hmm. And then they filled in the a shot of the uh, of the gas station later. Yep, yep. But uh, it lowers its head and bellows, and in the car in, in the in the car, Sarah looks up as it roars and um, says he knows. Mm-hmm. So um, we talked about that before in previous minutes about the whole plan of getting 
using the baby to lure the Tyrannosaur back to the uh, the dock, and whether or not it'd be able to smell it, smell the yeah. scent in this completely foreign environment. Well, we know here that it has. Ian turns just in time to see something very large getting knocked over and rolling their way. And I just love um, how you can hear sort of the noise of the ball being knocked over and the surprised look on Ian's face. <laughs> it's just, <"Whoa." laughs> it's probably it's, it's something we don't see. We don't see that surprised look on his face the whole film. It's, he's very stern. He's very, I know what's happening. I need to sort mm-hmm. of be on my guard. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we cut up to high in front of the car as that large ball rolls past the car and uh, the big 76 logo on the side of it. We can see the logo on the pumps here clearly as well. One thing I did notice here, after they pulled into the gas station, the car changed positions, now pointing over towards the uh, the, the, the shop front where, the, uh, where you go to pay, where when they come in, they come in and pull in beside one of the pumps. But... Um, as the big ball rolls past, we uh, see Ian and Sarah just sort of watch it roll by. <laughs> we cut back to a shot from behind the car as the Rex lulls its head and starts to move in under the gantry towards mm-hmm. Ian and Sarah, which sort of raises the question here of where did that ball come from? Well, it would have came from the top of the... Um... <laughs> Ironically, it would have either came from the top of the... Uh... The store? Uh, either the top of the store or the... So they usually put it on the top of the, where the prices are, which is actually behind them. So I think yeah. it might be on the top of the store. Yeah, so either they, way, they, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Because yeah. the Tyrannosaur is nowhere near the store in any of these shots. So yeah. how, how it knocked the ball over, or as you said, yeah, normally at the front on a big pole next to the prices and that, because it's marketing, mm-hmm. it's advertising. Yeah. Um, it, you need to be able to see it from the road, so... And, I, and I'm... I'm Am I missing something? Like the joke, the joke is just the fact that the big balls rolling past, or is it a, a, a dig at Raider, like a callback to Raiders? No, I, th- I think it's just like the joke is, oh my god, this T Rex just threw a giant ball at me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I didn't find a way of throwing it back, I suppose. <laughs> playing, <laughs> playing fetch. Yeah, really. Um, but uh, <laughs> Ian puts the car in reverse and floors it and backing out of the gas station rather quickly, and out on the street as the wreck sort of moves very quickly and gives chase, and as it runs out on the street, it brushes by a family van that's been abandoned on the side of the street there and flips it over. Because in the earlier scenes where we see the, uh, more so looking at Ian and Sarah in the car, you can see that van parked behind them with the door open. Yeah. Like someone's, someone's just jumped out and gone, no, nah, I think I'm going to do better on foot. <laughs> yep. I'm in a people mover, there's no way I'm going to outrun a T-Rex. Um... Now I will say this is probably my least favorite moment of sound design in this movie. Is the T Rex roaring here just because we hear that big loud kind of normal roar as it's going under the um what what is it what would that be like a what'd you call gantry. it? A gantry. A gantry. Yeah. Um but his mouth is barely open, so it, again it wouldn't be able to make that loud resonating noise. Yeah. And then it makes an even louder kind of lesser roar as it as it's uh, tripping on the van there. Mm-hmm. It makes kind of like this, almost like a strangled growl noise. Hmm. Yeah. And again, something that just played over over the top of it. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't see the animal when it's making its noise. Just a background noise. It's they've made it sort of vocalizes. It's running out on the street. Mm-hmm. 
But it's sort of... And the other thing, too, is, like, that Tyrannosaur gets out on that street very quickly. Um, and like, you can't really go that fast in reverse. We don't see Ian doing the J-turn to spin around, but we know from the first film that the, fir- the Rex, they've clocked at 32 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. We've seen with the whole chase of the Jeep where they needed... Like, I think they need to get in the third gear, but Malcolm knocked it out a second or something yeah. <laughs> to uh, to get up to speed. And that's 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 on dirt where the Tyrannosaurus sort of toes can dig in and get grip and mm-hmm. and a straight line as well. Where here you're on, okay, you're on slippery asphalt, but I'm sure it could uh, do a good job of keeping up. And I don't know how well Ian is at evasive driving to be able to do a J turn or do the uh, <laughs> do the driving skills to flip the car around. Yeah. Especially considering it's an, an older Pontiac um, convertible too, so it's a big lead sled. <laughs> it's a big, <laughs> big heavy car. Yeah. But, um, but he does it, and um, we cut to inside the car as Sarah's looking back at the Rex as it's following, and Ian's driving pretty aggressively here around a corner, mm-hmm. and um, holding onto the top of the windscreen too to sort of steady himself, and Sarah tells him to slow down a little. Yeah. <laughs> and he looks back and says... Uh, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Which, again, could only be sort of a callback to the last time he was being chased like a Tyrannosaur, or chased by a Tyrannosaur like this, was in that Jeep and must go faster. <laughs> <laughs> and as as we sort of... Um, yeah, we cut here to the warehouse area, as they're back in the warehouse area, and we get to see police cars driving fast around one side of the buildings, and the lights and sirens on, and we pan to the other side of the warehouse where and Sarah are being chased very closely by that Tyrannosaur. It's only a couple of metres behind them. There's one thing in the in the shooting script here that sort of alludes to why that is, but um, I'll get to that in a minute. But as the minute ends, um, the police cars sort of come in between he and, and Sarah and the Rex and screech and slam to a stop and uh, throw it in reverse and back away as fast as they get there. <laughs> as fast as they come on, they're backing away from the scene as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, this is not what's happening this early. It's too early for this. <laughs> oh, you can only imagine the dispatch calls and just them hearing going, a what? <laughs> what? Wait, <laughs> do we be... even have a code for that? <laughs> well, yeah, and we'll get to it next minute about their response. But as we end this minute, we get a nice clear shot of a, uh, a truck with... Um, San Diego, the San Diego Department of Animal Care and Control on it, <laughs> which we can talk about that a little bit next minute about what their plan would have been with the ranger who's used to picking up stray dogs and cats. <laughs> uh, that would have been an interesting phone call, getting him out of bed in the morning as well. Yeah, really. But um, anything else on that you want to get to before we get to the shooting script briefly? No, I think we're good. All right. Again, as we said last minute, the shooting script's following pretty closely to uh, what's happening in the film here. They've sort of come on the scene, and again, we see all the moviegoers fleeing down the road being chased, and um, Ian sort of tells Sarah to make it cry or something, and Sarah's won't. Um, we're never going to hear it. And um, Sarah's prodding a baby, but it's sleeping peacefully, so it's not even trying to wake up. Again, it, um, it, sm- it can smell the baby's there without hearing it. We never, we never get the rolling ball here. We just see the yeah. Tyrannosaur sort of straddling the intersection in front of them and running towards them. And they turn around and start driving rather quickly. But yeah, they sort of, as the Rex chases, they spin around. The Rex sort of narrowly avoids biting the back of the car. And um, we cut to the waterfront. 
as is described as waterfront drive, as the car turns on the waterfront drive, driving alongside the harbour area and heading towards the engine dock, and um, they can see that dock in the distance. And um, Sarah looks back as the Tyrannosaur comes around the corner and onto that waterfront drive as well, and um, explodes right through a Kelvin Klein billboard as it continues <laughs> to give chase, which <laughs> might be an emblem callback to Back to the Future, maybe. I think I'm looking too deep <laughs> into some of these things as being callbacks or not. Maybe, yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely another product placement. Yeah, well, that, yeah. More so, probably product placement. But um, Ian barrels through an intersection as three police cars, someone screaming, sort of roar in front of him and cut him off, and he has to avoid him. He swerves up onto the foot park, oh, foot park, onto the sidewalk where he smashes through some garbage cans, which, uh, oh, damages the front of that car. <laughs> but, um, he gets back on the street. Unfortunately, the decrease in speed has allowed the transor to catch up. And it, the sort of the cops get out of the cars and unbelievable what they're seeing. But the Tyrannosaur ignores them and gives continues chasing the car with the baby. And um, it lunges forward and bites onto the rear wheel and the rear of the car and lifts it up into the air. And Ian and Sarah get out as the uh, Tyrannosaur sort of swings the car left and right and smashes it back down the road upside down. So they ca- the Rex catches them in the shooting script and yeah. destroys the car. Yeah, sort of, yeah. And... I think there's another moment in like in that like that in the shooting script earlier in the movie, wasn't there? When the uh, T Rex lifts up the AAV and Eddie spins the wheels and gives the uh, and kind of burns the Rex's tongue. Yeah, yeah. When the when he's trying to save the trailers um, and he's got mm-hmm. the car in reverse, right? The male male being on that side, or well, might have been the female bites down and grabs the rear tyre and the tyre spins in its jaws and that's when it puts its um, hind leg on, or puts its leg onto the bottom of the car. Because mm. as, as it bites that rear wheel and lifts it off the ground, the car loses its traction and starts to move forward and it mm-hmm. puts its foot down, which we see um, the female's got its foot on the on the hood of the car and that's why that's why it does it in the, um, in the script as well. But... Um, yeah, again here where the Tyrannosaur seems to have a habit of going for those rear tires and grabbing, <laughs> grabbing the cars. Yeah, it's sort of it's one of those things, especially with the shooting script. How everything's been pretty much going shot for shot with the, what we see in the film and the San Diego stuff. Sort of being the addition, they probably didn't want to linger too long. Like here, you'd have another set piece of okay, where well, we had, don't just have the Tyrannosaur chasing the car, but it's actually going to catch the car. Mm-hmm. And Ian and Sarah are going to have to jump out with the baby while it's getting lifted up in the air and the car's going to be destroyed like it's another half a minute set piece. And even in execution, like you've got to try and have this animatronic pick up the car. The best we've seen it do is pick up the roof of the Explorer, or the M-Class, really. They haven't You haven't really seen the animatronics interact more with um, real-life stuff than just pieces of vehicles instead of having to pick up this whole Pontiac and throw it upside down onto its roof. Well, it's possible that the animatronic wasn't calibrated to do that, you know, and that's possibly why they dropped it. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's for what it is, same with the um, Indominus Rex in Fallen Kingdom, having to pick up the gyrosphere and have its teeth sink into the glass and smash the gyrosphere down the ground. Like, it would have been very hard to get an animatronic to do that. Mm. Um, so... But yeah, that's where we uh, that's where we leave off the shooting script. Anything else you want to discuss before we get heavy for the week? Yeah, I think we're good. All right, guys, let's get the hell out of here. Call me.
contact details are on the website, thelostworldminute.com. You can email feedback to thelostworldminute at gmail.com. Facebook, The Lost World Minute. Twitter, at The Lost World Minute. And Instagram, The Lost World Minute. Easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, very easy to remember. (laughs) Uh, David, thank you for joining me for this recording. And uh, we'll be back. I've been Brad. I'm Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you all later. Talk to you later. Bye. It is absolutely imperative that we work with the Costa Rican Department of Biological Preserves to establish a set of rules for the preservation and isolation of that island. These creatures require our absence to survive, not our help. And if we could only step aside and trust in nature, Life will find a way.